Yo, what's going on everybody? Welcome to another live stream and today is Thursday. It is happy hour, September 3rd, 2020 here in New Vienna. I hope you guys are doing well. It is an extremely windy, blustery day here, although otherwise it'd be really nice. And it reminds me of the uh, tweet I saw on uh, Midwest versus Everybody. One of my favorite like uh, kind of barometers or uh, I don't know, reflections of Midwest living. Twitter accounts that are out there today, and it says there's two kinds of weather in the Midwest. One is it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for the humidity, and it wouldn't be. The other is it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for the wind. So I guess we're now in the wind portion of that. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, today for a happy hour, I am going to be drinking something non-alcoholic today. So I'm going to go with something that is actually. A new, well, a new to me product. I wasn't aware that Spring Energy, you know, the ones that make like Canterbury and all the other ones um, that are kind of like, they, it tastes like, it tastes not dissimilar from like the fruit purees that like my kids eat. Um, that same company makes a sport drink now, or they maybe they have for a long time, but I only found out about it recently. Because basically, if it doesn't happen on Instagram, then I don't ever find out. So uh, I saw that and I instantly bought two packs of it. Uh, and one of them is this one today, which is there. I love the minimalist packaging. I don't know if you can see that. It is, let me focus it so you guys can see. It is there. Pina Colada, real food, endurance drink, 240 calories. And uh, you're supposed to take it, I don't know if you can see that, there we go, with uh, 18 ounces of water. So we'll do that for today. Let me fix the focus now. I have this on manual focus, that's why I have to keep doing this. Uh, all right, so that's what we're gonna go for today. So we're gonna try that. I'm gonna get this, I've got 18 ounces of liquid. I'm gonna get this mixed in here. I'm not gonna drink it out of that, although that'd be kind of funny. But I will, uh, nice and crinkly. Um, I will get this mixed up. And uh, then I'll put it into a glass that I am going to drink it out of. And I guess I'll show you this so you guys can see the texture and consistency of it. It's like, it's very chunky right now. It's like in this one like brick back here and I have to squeeze it and get it out. Oh, it smells interesting. I don't um, really like pina coladas. So let's get that out there. And in terms of disclosures, these are products that I purchased with my own money. No one sent them to me or is paying me to use them on a happy hour live stream. But I'm trying to get it out here. It's taking a little while. All right. That's that. Uh, let's take a look at some, well, we'll take a look at some of the nutritional stuff in a second. But let me get it mixed up first and then let's see who's here. So uh, I wanted to use a clear vessel so you guys could see what it looks like when it's mixed up. So far, it's uh, reminding me a lot of Scratch Labs because it smells like dehydrated fruit in here right now. All right, we got, uh, let's see who's here. Bert Legess is here. We've got Chris Yao, uh, Joaquin Liu. Uh, let's see, got Crispin Greco. Uh, you are in the right live stream, Crispin. Awesome, good to have you here. Brendan Cam is here. And let's see, uh, Jeff Elliott. Eight minutes early, but feel like feels like he's late. Yeah, I got the I got the thumbnail done really early today, um, because the girls were hanging out doing a lot of uh, stuff with Grandma today. So that kind of 
relieve me a little bit. So uh, they, uh, they have been enjoying sewing. My mother-in-law knows how to sew quite well. And so they're making skirts today. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Shannon is here. Awesome. He says, hi, friends. Just ran an errand on my bike, but back to it. Uh, we'll be listening in for the stream, but wanted to say hi to Ko and all the early birds. Awesome. Uh, hope you're doing well and staying safe out there. Uh, Stevie76 wants to know, does Ikea make shoes? I looked. I checked to see if they did um, because that would have been great if they do because um, I mentioned like the Rincon 2. It's so lightweight. It feels like a, like a prop shoe. It feels fake, uh, but it's a real shoe. But And Ikea does not make shoes as far as I know. I don't think they make clothes either. They make other textiles, right? So they make like towels and sheets and blankets and throw rugs and everything else. They just don't make like clothes. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, Metal37 says, good evening, y'all. What are your wife's favorite shoes right now? You know, I brought up the, the Ride 13 again to her. And I was like, hey, do you want me to send you like a link to that shoe, the Ride 13? And she's like, I don't know what shoe you're talking about. I'm like, you know, it's that shoe that I showed you the picture of the other day. She's like, you didn't show me a shoe. And she's like, well, maybe you showed me a shoe. So that was kind of like her, I think her way of saying, don't mess with my feet. <laughs> so I'm giving up on that. I'm not, I'm not going to interfere. So Corey Allen ran intervals with the stroller today. Kept the heart rate at 150 during four, uh, let's see, four work time. Uh, I'm guessing four minutes of work time. And at 640 to seven minute miles. Awesome. Very cool. Wow. That is like, you know, um, getting your strength workout in at the same time. Uh, JC says, if they're sewing, they should show, sew me some short shorts. Maybe, perhaps. Perhaps we'll get there. I don't know if they know how to, if they can sew with like kind of performance kind of apparel material. Um, awesome. Uh, Let's see. Andrew Kish says, I know I asked this last time, but might have missed the answer. What shoes are most comparable to the Nova Blast? I don't think that there's a lot of shoes that are very comparable to the Nova Blast because they're so squishy. I would say something that did seem very close to me or reasonably close. To me, I don't know if you can hear them. They're, ha they're hanging up. Grandma had to go and get more elastic or something, some sort of supply. And so they're downstairs, like, watching TV by themselves. I think Grandpa might be down there, but they're playing. I don't know if you can hear him. I can hear him. Uh, but the most comparable, I would say maybe, is the Freedom 3. That is, like, another shoe that I thought was, like, too squishy to be good for you. But, I mean, the Nova Blast is fine. The Freedom 3 I'm not so sure about. But that's a pretty close one, I would say. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sean Marshall says, wise navigation of the domestic nonverbal communication code. Yeah, it took me 13 years to figure that out. Like me, like a year ago, would have been upset and be like, you don't remember. We had a 10-minute conversation about it. Um, but yeah, I just think she doesn't want me to mess with her shoes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Chris says, that's how I sound when I check the mail in runner's warehouse. hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> that's funny. I think you're hearing the kids. Um, yeah. Let's see. Let's pour. Get, let's get this port. So I'm gonna pour some of this into this glass here, so I can drink it like a normal person. Uh, spoon is getting in the way. But it smells like dried pineapples in here. But let's see how it tastes. These are these are fantastic sounds. 
I don't know if they're coming through anew, but in my headphones, they sound great. Um, I'm still very new at drinking things with this mustache. So, like, every time I drink, I'm constantly, like, um, trying to, like, wipe my mouth. This is, uh, I mean, it's pina colada flavor, not pina, uh, pineapple flavor. And so I'm trying to keep that in mind. So like I'm, I'm like one trying to think, am I getting coconut through here? Right now I gotta tell you, I'm not a big fan of this flavor. Right now, I mean, I might be a fan of the flavor when I'm running, but right now I don't know. It, I mean, I'm get, I'm get, I'm not getting any coconut at all. I am getting um, a lot of pineapple flavor. To it, let's see what is supposed to be. I forget what's supposed to be in here. It doesn't say on this package. It just says mix with water, um, and I think it's 240 calories. I forget what else is in here. Let's see if we can look it up. Uh, let me pull up a browser. All right, let's see. Uh, let's pull it up for you guys. Hopefully I don't freeze. A lot of times I've been freezing every time I bring something up. So here it is. Uh, it's got prebiotics, which are, that's kind of cool. Um, where is it? All right. So nutrition facts, uh, 240 calories. Uh, some fats in here, which is interesting. Uh, only 100 milligrams of salt, 155 milligrams of potassium. That's good. 51 grams of sugar or a carb. That's great. Two grams of protein. Interesting. All right. So I like that. I don't know what the prebiotics are in here, but I'll say that uh, it says to expect that it's light and refreshing, fulfilling and satisfying, and slightly sweet and fruity. It's fruity. It's light. I think it's refreshing. I don't know if it's fulfilling and satisfying, but it is slightly sweet. But uh, I think I think I would enjoy this on a run. Like if, if I were like hot and I needed to um, hydrate, I think this would be good. All right, let's go back to like the regular screen. Hopefully I won't, because people are saying they notice freezing. Um, yeah, Jeff Elliott says, the spring drink seemed expensive. I love their gels, but we'll probably stick with Taylor and you. I, th I think all the spring products are a little bit on the expensive side. I mean, I know that I buy a lot of other things that are expensive too. Um, but uh, these, to buy eight packs of these things uh, was, I ended up with tax. Uh, oh, not tax, shipping. With shipping. And I know if you buy a lot, you can get free shipping. But with... Uh, by themselves, they were about $4 per one of these. And with with shipping, it ended up being about $5, almost $5 per each one of these. So, I mean, yeah, I think it's a little expensive. I think that, but I mean, I, if, if you're into what they're about in terms of spring energy and you want like, they only want products that are like real food, then it's expensive, but um it's it's a good i feel like it's a good product i like the what is this the do i is it the canterbury that i've had or i've had another one uh that they basically tastes like strawberry and banana fruit puree it's really tasty i love to have it before a race i don't like it as a gel 
like during a race. But I love to have it as like food, like before, like so I could very well time or very like precisely time when I'm taking cal calories. That's when I like the spring energy gels. And then this tastes good. I like it as a drink, I think, but I think I would like it when I'm out there. So, I mean, I've got seven more, so I'll, I'll let you guys know how it goes. Metal 37 says, prebiotics are for wimps. Kimchi takes care of everything. Maybe. I mean, I think kimchi has a lot of, so, well, it's got a lot of like punch in the face. That's what it's got because um, it's strong and it's unapologetic. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So uh, someone was, I think you guys are talking about what would you eat like on a, a 50 mile race, just gels. Um, yeah. And then someone, uh, I think that was, where did I, I just saw it. Uh, Bert asks that, what would you eat during a 50 mile race? And then Corey Allen says, I heard, uh, I heard they eat it during, uh, on a recent podcast, an ultra marathoner said it's the only eating sport. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I'm, I don't really want to get into really longer distances. Um, but I have, I just feel like, uh, like a, an event that combines running a lot of miles, not necessarily fast, while having to manage eating basically as many calories as possible. I, I feel like that's an event that I made up. Right? So I, I, maybe, I think I, may, I might try that. I think like uh, I need to maybe find the distance where like the running. So it's like you could be like at, I've, I've run a 50K. Right, so that's oh, I was like 31 miles. That one still is like a lot of run talent required and some like nutrition management required. But I didn't need to eat. I feel like we need to get to the point where like the eating management and like basically being able to like live with your body when it's going undergoing lots of stress, uh, ha like becomes as critical a component as the running. So I don't know at what distance that happens, but I need to find that I guess. <laughs> Jeff Elliott says the Canterbury tastes like strawberry fruit roll-ups. And I mean that in a good way. Seriously delicious. I think, I, th I think it is good. Um, but I don't get this. I mean, I feel like when I eat a gel, I want it to feel like, you know, like that scene in, um, fast and the furious, not fast and the furious, the fast and the furious, the first one, when he hits that Nas bottle for the first time. And there's that graphic where like it opens up everything. The, the nitrous oxide gets shot into the, like the, into the piston. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's all this power. I want to feel like that when I eat a gel. And so I feel like when I get spring energies, I don't feel that. I mean, that's probably not great feeling to be chasing when you're running a long distance race, but um, that's kind of like, uh, what I envision in my mind is what's happening. Uh, a couple of questions for caffeine. There's no caffeine in this one, as far as I can tell from what I read on the website and from what I recall, I don't think there's any caffeine in this. And I only think that like, there's only one or two of the spring energy gels that has caffeine. It's the black one, right? I think that one has caffeine in it. So Sean Marshall says, I'm gladly happy houring on Athletic Brewing Run Wild NA IPA and some salt and vinegar kettle chips. That is something that I have not had in a long time, salt and vinegar chips. I used to eat it quite regularly because I would get it like whenever I would eat like a sandwich at lunch, like when I order a sandwich and I order salt and vinegar chips. But at home, we don't buy that many chips and when we do it's stuff that the kids will eat as well or it's primarily what the kids will eat 
Um, so and they won't eat salt and vinegar chips. So I have I don't think I've had a salt and vinegar chip in like half a year at this point. Uh, CV76 wants to know what online platform is Chicago Public Schools using? Zoom, Microsoft Teams. We're using Google. We're all using all Google stuff. So I think it's Google Hangouts. Um, I think that um, uh, it's, uh, I mean, there's two ways to, I, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong. But it seems to me like uh, there was two ways to decide how to, to like determine which like platform to use. One was, what do the students like the most? And the other is, what do administrators like the most? And I think they chose based on what administrators like the most. Because the only things that I kept hearing like time and time again were that like, oh, it's easy for administrators to check attendance and to ensure that different teachers in different grades and different schools are covering the same materials at roughly the same times and hitting the same benchmarks. So it seems like an administerial decision rather than a user preference decision, which, you know, they made a decision. I also probably think that it's much cheaper um, to run all Google stuff uh, as they've been making, Google's making big uh, kind of moves in that, in that space. So I think that it'll be fine. Um, but we're still able to use things. Some of the teachers, if they want to, can add additional stuff on top of that. And so one of my favorite is Seesaw. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. Hopefully you guys aren't. But if you guys are, I really like Seesaw. Um, I like using it on an iPad because then my daughter can, like, write in her answers and stuff, um, you know, and just, like, write in, like, on her worksheet, do her homework, and then hit submit. And then if she wants to, write, record an audio note explaining stuff or talking about stuff, you know. So it's I just like that. Anyway. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, someone said something about 50-mile nutrition. Um, let's see. Oh, sorry. But uh, if I since I can't find that right away, I'll look at this one because it looks like someone's in a hurry. Donald Black says, hey, Kofuzi, what's up? I got to make this quick so I can get to my next class on time. But I got my Adidas and that stick foam roller is a gift from God. I've increased my miles for five miles a day. Whoa, awesome. Well, that's great, Donald. Yeah, I've I've been missing my uh, stick, my my foam roller. I don't have a stick. I have the foam, um, and uh, I was on the floor. Like sometimes I just will kind of like, you know, shift my weight or like kind of fidget on the floor to kind of mimic some foam rolling. And my daughter, the younger daughter, was like, "What are you doing, Daddy?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't have my foam roller, and um, so I'm just kind of like using the floor to kind of massage my muscles." And she's like, "Mean massage your butt." I was like, well, yes, I'm massaging my butt right now. She goes, and you don't have your butt stick? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have my butt stick. She goes, you should have brought your butt stick with you. And I'm like, I, I should have. It, was, it wouldn't have been heavy, and it didn't take up too much space. I should have brought it. And she goes, maybe you can buy another butt stick. And I'm like, okay. Can we stop calling it butt stick? But that's what she was referring it, to it as. So, you know, from the mouth of mouths of babes. Sean Marshall says, in Ohio, they're all Google stuff, too. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, it's not, Chicago's not the only place using Google, but there's a lot of places that uh, are using Google. Um, let's see. Ilya Kim says, chewing while running, chewing uh, and running slows me down. Last time I choked and had to stop. LMAO, I'm pathetic. 
that's okay. A lot of people do. That's why I stopped uh, eating uh, gummies. So, like, when I first started training, running longer distances, I only ate cliff blocks. And then for a while, I switched over to the Gatorade chews because cliff blocks were only available, like, either online. And this was back in 2010, so they were not that easy to get online. And then it, um, I could only get them at running stores. But I could always find Gatorade chews, like, anywhere, like, in any grocery store. So I switched over to that. But then after a while, I was just like, I can't. I can't like eat and run and do this at the same time. I had a hard time with it. Let's see. Matt eight five two says I haven't used gel much in the past, but have been upping my distance. I've been looking for something vegan with caffeine. Probably going to order some Cliff Shot espresso to try. I like the espresso. I like the mocha as well. Um, the espresso Cliff has uh 50 milligrams it has the double of the mocha flavor one so that's good but it's harder to find on amazon that's what i found um also vegan with caffeine uh i would say that unived um they definitely have some ones that are vegan with caffeine their espresso flavor is improving they're constantly working on it because it it started out tasting really metallic but it's getting better uh, Steven76 says, nutrition at the Marine Corps Marathon. I grabbed a bunch of chocolate chip cookies, sat on the curb, and just munched. Did not DNF. Okay. Well, that's one way to do it, you know. Um, I think, like, some people have, like, the uh, walk through the aid station, you know, kind of, uh, like, Hal Higdon is a big proponent of that. Like, don't try to, like, run and shove, like, water or Gatorade in your face while you're at marathon pace. Slow down, drink the water, get hydrated, give your body and mind a bit of a rest, and then pick it up. You can, like, Stevie76 has the chocolate chip cookie kind of, like, approach. That'll work. I will say, though, like, in true pina colada form, it starts out, like, I'm not sure I really liked it. And the more I drink of it, the more I want it. So, And there's no rum in this one. I thought about putting rum in it, but I feel like that's, like, the opposite of, like, the brand standards of what, like, spring energy is. I'm not saying that, like, all spring energy people are, like, straight edge, but... Um, I just feel like since they're trying to go for like clean, wholesome nutrition and like energy fulfillment to put like booze in it, you know, <laughs> would probably make some of them mad. So I didn't want to do that. But it, it, it's growing on me. I'd say in that sense, it's exactly like the way that I responded to Scratch. At first I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't know why I like it. And then I found myself just drinking it in the afternoon when I want a sweet drink. But this is an expensive sweet drink to have in the afternoon. Jody Run says, a trick to using chews and not choking is to put them in the side of your mouth and they slowly dissolve over time. I mean, that's one of the things that I used to do. I used to um, uh, like use them very strategically as like uh, time killers. So I would say like every like so many miles, I'll open another sleeve. And I used to run with like sleeves of them in my pocket. It was, the thought of it is actually kind of funny. And then I would open them up and I would eat like one at a time really slowly. And then I'd be like, then another, and then another. And by the time I was done with like the five or six chews that are in the sleeve, then you're like, oh, not that far until the next like kind of time I'm supposed to take a little water break and eat another sleeve. So it was like a nice way to like kind of, you know, kill time. The second on Wednesday says, that's the one bright side of social distancing. You don't have to explain to an acquaintance at the grocery store that your daughter really means foam roll. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. 
Um, yeah. Derek Dickinson, I missed it. Is this a drink mix or did you just put the gel in the water? No, it's a drink mix. So it comes in, in, the, in the packet as powder, although it was like, um, you know, sometimes powders get really clumpy. This one got really clumpy. It was really hard. Um, so I had to kind of like mush it and break it up. Once it did, it, it kind of went in. And it's still a pretty cloudy drink. And so it's Spring Energy's drink mix. Um, I didn't put a Spring Energy gel in the water. Um, although that probably wouldn't be too bad because of like what they do. It's like real, what well, they always call it, like it's just real food. So it would probably be not bad. Uh, probably would make a pretty good like like squirt like a Spring Energy gel into your like after workout like protein drink. That might not be too bad depending on the flavor of your protein, I guess. Uh yeah. He says I can't. It 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 just looks to me as if he pours instant miso soup with ice in it. <laughs> that's funny. Uh that's funny. Uh yeah. Uh yeah, it's still staying pretty cloudy. But again, Scratch Labs drinks all st tend to stay really um cloudy as well. So like I'm just getting a lot of vibes reminding me of that right now. Um Derek Dixon has seen people put gels in their water, so I wasn't sure. I I I've never heard of that, but cool um yeah sean marshall said we all have our odd taste preferences mm -hmm. yeah um yeah let's see let's see if i could find that other message i was looking for a little bit a while ago um tony masters came in at butt stick that's what my dog the baby is calling my foam roller i was we were i was discussing with my the baby the four-year-old how i wish that i still had the foam roller not that i foam roll all that regularly but right now i kind of wish i had it and she was like what do you mean you mean your butt stick so that's that, that. oh here we go bert the guest says the 50 miles is a trail run in december and starts at midnight thinking about getting the insulated nathan vapor car 12 liter and fill the bladder with coffee oh has anyone done that do people do that how about like i mean like if you take like a dunkin donuts coffee and just load it up with like sugar and cream like would that be an acceptable long run drink like a ultra marathon drink crazy that's an interesting idea i mean i don't think that bert was thinking about putting like a whole bunch of sugars and creamers in there but i'm thinking because then you would get but you all you would need to do is add some salt but i think that some people put salt in their coffee so i think that would work I don't know. You know, I was thinking about it the other day. Um, I uh, I was listening to a podcast with Lee Troop, who's, uh, I think he's Australian, and he coached uh, Jake Riley, the guy that came in second in the American Marathon Trials. And he was talking about how um, Jake Riley, in his last couple of bottles, number one, he doesn't take his first bottle. So like most like elite marathoners, they'll get I think up to eight water bo like bottles that they could put out, and uh, his coach tells him don't take it for the first one. So he takes seven bottles, and the last couple, if not a few, are filled with flat coke. And he said he learned it from Frank Shorter and all the other Colorado like trail runner guys, and he they've been using. It. He's like I know that there's all these like very scientific and like very like specifically formulated drinks that are out there, but we had him use flat coke for his 
for the last couple of his bottles and give him like a different flavor and it's got caffeine in it and it's got salt it's got sugar so yeah all sorts of drinks are getting tried out even pina colada drinks i guess <laughs> and or kish says in new jersey everything's on google as well for the schools yeah okay Uh, Leona Wong says, uh, speaking of foam roller, my daughter bought me a collapsible one, the brazen collapsible one. I like the firmness and versatility of it. Mm. I, I've thought about those like collapsible ones because I guess it does save space, like especially if you're going to travel with it, which I, I suppose if I had a collapsible one, I would have brought it this summer to Iowa. So maybe that's kind of what I need to think about. But it always seemed like, how does it not collapse when you're using it? I'm sure there's engineering to make it not do that, but it just seems kind of weird to me. And then someone was saying they use a lacrosse ball. Let's see. Sean Marshall says, use a lacrosse ball as a favorite foam roller. You know, I was actually searching the house the other day when I, before, like, I had the butt stick conversation with my baby. Um... I was like scouring the house for a tennis ball because I just wanted to get a tennis ball. Like I just needed like a knuckle, like right in the hip joint. You know what I mean? Like right in that part of the butt. So like that's where I needed it. That's what I was trying to really get to. So I was like kind of flailing around on the floor. So it wasn't as quite as normal as me just like sitting and fidgeting on the floor. I was like moving around kind of funny. Need to catch up on. Um, Corian says, if you're interested, Plant Runner has a Yukan homemade recipe that he's been using. It works. Interesting. Yukan is another brand that I haven't used either, but it seems like everyone's using Yukan. Uh, Bert says, in terms of putting uh, creamer in the coffee for his 50-mile run, he says no creamer or milk for him because he's in lactose intolerant since a few years. All right. Um, all right. Well, then we'll just stick to the, uh, I, I guess you could put in oat milk maybe. But that reminds me of um, we've we've had this very discussion here about like how like things can't, shouldn't be called what they are like foods like oat milk um, and like almond milk and stuff like that. I was watching uh, at some point in the day the the TV gets changed from KCRG nine, which is the Oh no! I guess it stays on a just stays on ABC. So it's KCRG nine. The local news switches over to Good Morning Good Morning America. Yeah, because that's ABC as well. And today they did this story on a guy who went to like a town hall meeting and uh, lobbied for the city to remove boneless wings from all restaurant menus within the city. And he went through like a very long, lengthy argument about how like it's unnecessary to call them boneless wings. Because if they're boneless wings, he's like, they're basically chicken tenders. So, like, we can call them sauced nugs. Or he had, like, five different other names that he could give them. But he's like, they're not wings. So we shouldn't call them that. And if they're not wings, then they, we assume they're boneless. So we don't need boneless or wings doesn't really do anything to, like, describe the food. So we shouldn't have it. And um, my mother-in-law goes, oh, some people have too much time on their hands. And I was like... I had this exact discussion two days ago. He's so right. I mean, if you go to the grocery, I was like, and if you go to the grocery store, Tyson, when they sell their food, because the FDA has jurisdiction over over food labels, you can't call it, you can't call it wings if it's not made from a chicken wing. So they have to call it W Y N G Z. It's not just to appeal to young people. It's because you can't call it wings. There are rules. We need to follow that in restaurants too. And I think my 
mother-in-law's like, what just happened here? <laughs> so that happened. And then we got more, more context on the story from the, um, from the correspondence on Good Morning America. And they were saying that they did research on it, or somehow they knew. I don't know if they did research, really. But the person then stood up and like was like petitioning City Hall. And he had like a mask on. Uh, I think, what did he have on? But there's social distancing required at the town hall meeting. So like all the chairs were like empty uh, and had like signs on it saying like, don't sit here, do social distancing rules. So he goes to this town hall meeting and he says that. And then like the ABC, the Good Morning America correspondent is like, that guy, his dad is on the city council. So he's there like basically to prank his dad a little bit. So I thought that was pretty funny. I really enjoyed that story. I probably enjoy that story more than most people. But yeah. Uh, Larton Lefebvre says, uh, in your failed BQ attempts, was there anything that you could have done differently in your races that could have led you to achieve the goal? I think no. No, I think on both of those days, have I done it twice? Have I done it three times? Uh, in all those days, I didn't have it that day. So that's it. Uh, Martha says, yeah, exactly. Get a life board, labelers. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm with the guy, but I'm also not going to like, uh, request the city to make an ordinance, you know, and then have them like, cause then what if it's like a franchise restaurant and they're getting it from like their corporate office and then all of a sudden, then they got to go through extra expense to then print out a label for the local jurisdiction. It, it's a, you know, I don't care that much, I guess. Um, but I kind of do care a little bit. Uh, not really. Hank Aaron says hot dog is not a dog. That's true. That's true. But I don't think that hot dogs are called hot dogs. Are they hot dog buns are called hot dogs, but like, uh, ballparks are called ballpark Franks are Nathan's called hot dogs. What do they call them? So I don't think any like of the hot dogs. I don't think any of the wieners actually call them hot dogs. So hmm. I'll have to look at, I'll have to be more aware of that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Inna Dunbar says, on last year's 50-mile 50, 50 run, having warm soup was a nice welcome feeling after gels, tailwind, and cold. Oh, that sounds great. I like that idea. So, I mean, but I think the original question is, like, do people eat, like, during a 50-mile run? So a 50-mile run, what's that take? Like, uh, like eight hours or so, depending on, like, the terrain? I mean, that's a long day. I'm going to want to have a meal. I don't want to, I mean, I'm not going to like sit down and eat, but like I, you know, back when we were in Chicago and I was like running to and from like work and picking up the kids, I would definitely like walk places while eating like a Jimmy John sandwich or bean burrito. So like I could walk pretty quick cause I'm usually running late. So I can walk pretty quick and eat a bean burrito at the same time. The question would be then, can I then run after that? So like, I don't know, like at an aid station, could I like fill up? Like my front pockets with like two Jimmy John sandwiches and then like run eating a bean burrito. Like I think I could do that. But I don't know what, I mean, what race do I need to do that in? I mean, how far do I got to be running before that becomes like, oh yeah, that's going to be a good skill. I don't know. <laughs> Martha says, can you eat a loose meat sandwich on the run? I'm not sure. I think it depends on who makes it and how loose their loose meat sandwich is. Mine are pretty ketchupy. So like, uh, they stick together, but I think if you made one kind of, if yours ended up being a little bit on the greasy side uh, it's more like a sloppy Joe, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. 
Let's see. Tony Massey says Ironman for most age groupers is 12 to 14 hours. That's a long. That's a long day. That's a really long day. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bertley guess says the fastest runners took eight hours. The third one took nine hours. Most were over 10 hours on the muddy trails. Yeah, for 10 hours, I'm gonna need to like. I'm gonna want. I mean, people eat like pizza and stuff like in the middle of those, right? I mean that that wouldn't be so weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know. On the other hand, I just feel like a, like a ten hour race. Oh man, what did I get myself into if I'm signing up for that? Right? I I don't know. It just seems so far. It seems like such a crazy long race. Jody Run says yes, you can do that in ultras, and even and if you have crew, they give you what you want: McDonald's, pizza, burritos, etc. Yeah, I, that sounds interesting to me. Um, I mean, like, Jody's selling it, really. <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, uh, what um, what my, my wife would tell me stories when they were growing up. They would have, like, birthday privileges, you know? So, like, she is one of four siblings. And so, like, when it was your birthday, you get to pick, which I imagine when you're, you know, one of four, you don't probably get to pick, you know, what to eat as much. And so it kind of sounds like, you know what, if you're a middle child, this race is for you. It gets to be your, or like Kevin McAllister and like the pizza and home alone. He's like, there's only, there's no more cheese pizza. <laughs> Matt Ponder says, I'll stick to just trying to run faster at shorter events. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I I've tried running faster. I think I need to, I need something that, it, it, you know, other people are like, I can only run so fast. Let's get swimming and bicycling into the mix. Me, I'm like, I can only run so fast. How about if there's like a pizza challenge in the middle? You know, that's kind of like where I'm at. Um, yeah, and Martha says, like, uh, unless you order pizza at certain coordinates like Dean Carnassus, I think Domino's will do that these days, right? That's like their big thing is that they'll deliver a pizza anywhere, right? I think, Martha, we've had this conversation too. Uh, Innes Dunbar says, um, I couldn't run with too much solid food. The soup settled well. Something that was nice that stops was watermelon and milk help during the run to keep the mouth fresh. That's a good tip. I think probably mint sounds like a great idea. Although I guess some of my gels are minty, and I don't like to have too many of those in a, root, in a row. Um, yeah, Bert, like I says, I can choose between 50 miles or 100 miles. I'm going to try the 50 miles or my wife would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> John Marshall says, this is like a George Costanza episode of the live stream. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe that's where we're going. Um, Matt Ponder says, ultras and Iron Man events sound terrible. Ha <laughs> uh, JG says, worse than the food. The problem for me is running at night in the mountain. I'm not a big fan of running at nighttime. I, I, I mean, I don't. There's, I'm assuming there's some people that do it really well. I'm not one of those people. I just don't like like it all that much. Um, but like, yeah, I, I I think like soup sounds really good, especially if it were like a colder like ultra, which I would probably want to do. I'd rather do a really cold ultra than a really hot one. Like I'd rather have to wear a fleece buff around my face to keep warm than have to stuff ice down my buff to keep cool. I was watching uh, Ryan Clayton's video, one of his videos today, and he just did a 28-mile run, and he ran it like at 11 o'clock in the in the middle of the day, and he's in Indiana, and I can't imagine how like hot and humid that would have been, and uh, he's just stuffing ice down the buff, like on the front side and on the back side, and I'm like, that doesn't seem like pleasant, 
But I guess like the idea of like, well, I'm going to need to bring some bean burritos because it's going to be a long run. That's probably another one of those like, I made some weird decisions. I don't know how I got to this point. Kind of like epiphany moments, right? Maybe. <laughs> um, Shannon says, my mom prepared. Uh, where did it go? Uh, what did she prepare? And my mom prepared smash PBJ sandwiches, no crust for her Ironmans. Wow, cool. Daniel says, let's do a pizza mile competition. I think we got to do it. I, I mean, I got to get those miles in. I, maybe I'll do the pizza mile first. I, the problem is I've been trying to do the – I wanted to do here's – here's the order that I want to do for the weird miles. Donut mile, then coffee mile because, like, donuts and coffee. That makes sense. And then I was going to do, like, a pizza mile and then probably a, a loose meat sandwich mile as well because, you know, when in Rome. So I thought I would do that. But I think I'm just going to mix up the order because I've got the coffees. The donuts are hard to come by because as soon as I get in the house, everyone eats them. So like I, I can't be like dibs on four of those donuts because i got to run a while. I think I would get a lot of weird looks. I mean, maybe I wouldn't around here because I think people kind of understand me now. <laughs> yeah. Jody Run says, hopefully with drone technology, they can deliver pizzas anywhere in the race in the future. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. If, like, the Pizza Hut in Leadville is, like, or, like, the Domino's in Leadville is, like, oh, better get the drones ready. Charge up the batteries because those are about to start coming in. Right, right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Shannon says, I remember the streams were much more shoe talk, and I only knew ultras. I'm shoe smart now. Well, I mean, I guess we do talk about shoes a little bit, but it does tend to get to food a lot here. Uh, I, I imagine it'll come and go in spurts too. Maybe I'm just at a hungry phase right now. Maybe I'm maybe my body's craving more food. But I kind of think I always talk about food a lot, so I don't I don't know that that's necessarily all that unique. All right. I've got a little bit got stuck at the bottom of the jar there, but that's okay. Overall, I'd say this is good. It took like a second to get like accustomed to the flavor. Um, but I would say it's not like overwhelmingly sweet. I think I could drink this over a long period of time, the spring energy pina colada. Uh, it's a little bit expensive. but Because um, normally I've been drinking Gatorade Endurance because it's like like 40 cents per run if I when I've done the math out. So it's like it's ridiculously cheap. But it's not like you know, actual pineapples and, like, whole food. So, yeah, you have to make your decisions, I guess. Jody Run says, you know, I find that nighttime running goes really quickly as you're uh, too busy trying to not trip and step on snakes. I suppose that's true. But you got to remember, I get lost really easily. And, like, I just feel like... Although, I've never gotten lost at night. So, maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Uh, Daniel M says, I asked myself about how I got here about 15 minutes into every one of these live streams. SMH. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I know I'm the one derailing it all the time. But, you know, uh, that's, that's just what comes to my mind. <laughs> uh, Daniel M says, I'm digging scratch. It tastes really good. I, I enjoy the flavor of scratch. It tastes delicious. It doesn't, but because it tastes like a like a fruit drink to me just like this tastes like a fruit drink i don't feel like i'm getting like the placebo part of the effect of like you know i'm drinking something that like 
uh, is like scientifically te- scientifically tested in a lab to promote, you know, X Y Z kind of thing, which I guess I don't need that, but um, yeah. So yeah, Martha's talking about uh, green tea slash lemon flavor from the scratch. That's a really good flavor. Chris McGreco says, I'm going to Iowa for the pizza, donuts, red-eye coffee, nine-miler, and miler. Or did he say Miller? I'm not sure. Awesome. Um, yeah. Joaquin <laughs> Lowe says, I'm so hungry for pizza right now. <laughs> uh, and Rainrunner said, I had pizza, slice of pizza for lunch. We had Happy Joe's for pizza for dinner yesterday. Um, and good news, they're opening another one in Cascade, Iowa, which... Uh, is not any closer than the one in Dyersville, but you know, it's good to see that the brand is growing. I reached out to their Instagram account to see if they have any merch. Cause I was like, how can Pete, how, I was like, does Pete, does Happy Joe's have any t-shirts available for sale online? I think that you can get them if you go into the store, but I don't see any way that you can buy them online. And I wanted to buy one like online, excuse me, I had a burp there. But um, so far, no one from the Happy Joe's social media account has gotten back to me. So, like, I, I don't know. I feel like I I feel like they need a social media, a stronger social media presence. I feel like I can help them out with that. I would like to be a Happy Joe's sponsored, not only runner. So, I feel like I, I want it. It's out there. I guess you got to say it and you got to put it out there in the universe. You got to visualize it before you can get it, right? So, I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going to try to be a Happy Joe sponsored athlete. <laughs> Not really, Hank Aaron says. Do you have birds in the house? No, that's just the children playing. Yeah, <laughs> my other reason I hear Junior Foosies, that's them. Uh, yeah, Martha says, ask Remy how he got his pizza sponsorship. By the way, in case you guys didn't know, J. Mike Remy, I don't know if he's here today, but. Uh, frequent listener uh has a pizza sponsorship from like his local pizza place that's what Mars is talking about and she says i bet he asked you know i have a feeling that uh the happy joe's is a franchise and so uh i mean i guess i could find that out really really easily but i'm guessing like because like some of them have you can do online ordering through an app the one in dyersville you can't and so like there are some ads on there's tv there's commercials on tv they're not ads on TV. They're commercials. So on commercials, they're, they're on TV. They talk about like, hey, you can add order your Happy Joe's with the app if you're in Cedar Rapids or something in another city. I forget which other city they say. So maybe I can like just be sponsored by the Dyersville Happy Joe's. That'd be something. Every time I think about being sponsored by Happy Joe's, I think of the Happy Gilmore Subway sponsorship. That's and that's like exactly what I want. Uh, and Dunbar says if you wear it they will come I mean that was my idea so I was going to do like a big thing kind of like I don't know if you guys watched Mako show but how Mako like basically like talked his way into a Kodiak Kicks sponsorship I kind of want to do the same thing uh, where like I was wearing it and like eating a slice of the pizza and saying like you know look how great pizza and running go together you know and then i was gonna say hey, look this this uh post got however many views and likes you know we could keep this going i just need a sponsorship you know that's that's kind of where i was going the first step was getting the t-shirt though so that's where i was that's where i was at 
So we'll see. See, oh, CL Furlong's here. Awesome. Um, by the way, CL Furlong is a. This is a conversation. I hope, hope you're doing well. And this is a conversation that CL Furlong and I had a long time ago. His last name actually is Furlong, and I thought that it was just a brilliant YouTube name to have, like, like CL and then Furlong. Like, it sounds like a last name, but it's a measure of distance, you know. But his actual name is actually Furlong. He says, "Hey, crew, I literally joined when you said, uh, nope, they're not birds, just my kids.' Ha ha, crack me up. <laughs> well, it's good to see you." Uh, right. Jeff Lee says there is no more Mako show. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty bummed about it. Um I like I like Mako. Um and I wish he would have kept making more videos, but he um I don't what is he doing now? Is he working like a regular job these days? I think that's why, right? He's working like a regular job. I is he is he running? Have people been seeing him at races? I guess there's no races and stuff, but anyway. Um, Chris Yao says, Happy Joe's has franchise opportunities. Initial fee is 15 grand for full-size pizza grill as well as delivery carryout and 6% royalties. 6% royalties feels kind of high, but initial fee of 15 grand? That seems really low. I mean, that seems like a pretty cheap franchise to buy. That can't be like the full like franchising of it. There's got to be more to it than that. But Because um, I always thought that like Subways were like the cheapest franchises to own, and I thought that that was kind of like... A, a six-figure buy-in for that but i'm not you know I, I haven't looked that closely at it um yeah jeff says he has a real job and he's busy it's understandable i know but he was a good runner and he was also a pretty good youtuber you know so yeah <laughs> jay mike Remy says co-buying a pizza place i'm in <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's something that I've like, uh, off and on, like dreamed of owning a pizza place. Uh, I don't like the hours so much, but I guess I don't have to be the only one working it, but I'm like, um, I mean, at least in the beginning, I'd probably have to work it a lot. I mean, that'd be kind of part of the point. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to have a pizza place. I think that'd be great. Um, but I don't think it'll ever happen. There was someone I knew growing up, they had a pizza place, and, uh, like, the only thing I remember from it is, like, the pizzas were pretty good. They had salads and they had subs, all very good sam sandwiches and salads and food. But, like, the main takeaway I had from it is one day they were delivering a pizza, and they left the keys in the car running while they were delivering the pizza across the street, and their car got stolen. Like, that's, like, the one thing that I remember from, from like, like, someone owning a mom-and-pop pizza place. So, I don't know. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, Martha's asking Mike J. Mike how how I can get a pizza scholarship, uh, scholarship, sponsorship. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> see how furlong says. A furlong is a unit of measurement that's equal to 220 yards. It takes eight furlongs to make a mile. These days, the measurement is mainly used to mark distances in horse racing. Awesome. <laughs> I, I bet you really knew that, though. I, I I imagine you didn't have to look that up. Uh, Plant Power Dance has a pizza place called Kofuzi. It sounds just right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think what I would want to do is if I were to do that, I would want to do it and have my spot be at the, like, near, like, a trailhead. So I want it, I would want it to be, like, a, a runner's pizza place if I were to do that, you know. Uh, and then there's delivery, so you could drive to deliver it places. But, like, I would love for it to be, like, the place that you go after, like, a long run on a Saturday or a Sunday. 
Um, that'd be kind of fun. I mean, that's the twist I would put on it now. Ten years ago when I was thinking about owning a pizza place, that's not what I thought. But that's the twist I would put on it now. So, yeah. Uh, and as Dunbar says, uh, I thought Chris Mako was coaching and still running. You know, I, I, I thought so too, but he made a weird video. Like, I don't know if it was the last one. He was like sitting on like a park bench somewhere in, was he in Colorado? And it was like, yeah, more videos are coming. But I was like, more videos are not coming. Um, so, yeah. So, um, and I'm not sure what he's doing. I, I, I got the impression that he was going to go back to like the real world. Um. Yeah. Plant Power Dance says like Miguel's for climbers. I'm not familiar with Miguel's. And Chrissy says delivery in fifty for longs or less. <laughs> Jody runs asks if I would call it Kofoodzy. Mm, probably not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Matt Ponder says use foam rollers to roll the pizza dough. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, I think some some people are really uh, would take offense to that not that it's using a foam roller, but using any roller at all to roll pizza dough, depending on who you're talking to, I guess. Uh, Tony Massey says hire runners as delivery guys that can run pizzas to the customers. I think that would be a pretty jostled pizza by the time it got there, though. That's the only problem. Um, Plant Power Denza, that's actually a cool idea. I'd love to get pizza from the same place I get running gear. Running gear. That'd be interesting. Hmm, like a running store? See, like I, I feel like every store right now, it's like, it's a new concept. It's like the regular uh, REI, but this one has a coffee shop for during the day and then beer at night, right? I feel like that's a new thing. Imagine if like pizza becomes like the next version of that. Our real Eric M says you're from Jersey, so the pizza better be excellent. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, it's not gonna be deep dish. I'll tell you that. It's gonna be. Um, well, I think what it would be is it would be reflected of whatever like is available. Like I would want some like local preferences to prevail a lot there. But um, yeah, definitely no deep dish. <laughs> um, yeah. Matt Ponder says it has to have beer too. Yeah, I think it would have beers, but I think that, you know, I don't know. I haven't really thought the, like the running part of the concept that much uh, that often. Um, but, you know, I just think that like in terms of location, how do you make it any different than any other like thing is like if it were either at like near a popular running trailhead or if it was near like a popular running route or at like the end of like a race, you know? So like if there's, cause like, uh, I think of, for example, like, um, was it Heartbreak uh, Run Company? They are right on Heartbreak Hill. You know, I think like that kind of concept is the idea. Uh, Jody Run says, will the store have toilets? And when you open the door, you see a cornfield? Maybe. I mean, my, one might have to have like corn, cornfield wallpaper for it. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a lot of, yeah. This, this, today, today's live stream definitely took a weird turn. I mean, there might as well have been booze in this with the way this conversation went, but I had a lot of fun with it, guys. <laughs> uh, oh, definitely, it says a food truck for trailhead races. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. I like that idea. Like a Kofuzi pizza food truck that I could bring to races or like popular running spots. Now we're on to something. I keep hearing, um, yeah, 
see how, see how far along he says, could you not get one of those food vans and rock up and run? Then post, you can be that pizza guy. Yeah, I think I think you guys are onto something here. I kind of like this idea. I've been listening to a couple of different podcasts with Molly Seidel on it, and uh, she came in second uh, in the marathon trials for women. And uh, she talked. She was the one that like uh, she was, even though she was like a Saucony sponsored athlete, she was still making money on the side as a barista. And so everyone was like, "Oh, it's the barista runner." But um, she does love coffee, and she keeps talking about how she has restored this like Airstream. Um, camper and wants to turn it into like a coffee cart so i kind of want to have like a pizza cart that'd be that'd be pretty i i i don't know i don't have to look into that maybe if i mean a happy joe's pizza cart <laughs> all right ah uh, i've had a lot of fun with that today uh thanks everyone for humoring me on this like weird journey of a live stream that we've all been on together i feel like we're all closer now together having gone through it all so thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end uh tomorrow we'll have another video and then we'll do another a live stream as well same time 3 p.m uh central time hopefully see you there in the meantime be safe out there on your run everybody thanks <laughs>